Sly Guy. Hello and welcome to the Sly Guy podcast with me, Dave Elliott. It is Monday, the 28th of September 2020. The 28th of each month is, for a lot of people, payday, payday, gotta get sucked on payday. So everyone should be in good spirits, feeling good, feeling well, feeling free, feeling tight, feeling loose, feeling like a monkey and feeling like a goose. We should be feeling all those things and hopefully you are today. I'm feeling... I'm feeling great, I must admit, although this is coming at you, like Cleopatra, on the 28th of September, I am recording this podcast now on the 25th of September. Whoa, technology timings, get your noggins around that. And why I'm doing that is because I've been speaking in the last couple of podcasts about uh, initially the impending due week on the History Channel. I spoke last week saying that it is due week on the History Channel and this week there's no due week. Due week is over. Judea is over. Judea isn't over because that's probably offensive in some forms. But there's been a delivery. I've got a new daughter. Her name is Matilda. She was born on the 24th of September, bright and early in the morning. I say bright and early, bright and early for a lot of people, not bright and early for me, because I'd have been up way before that, because it would be weird if I just woke up. But she came in, in weighing at a, a solid eight pounds one. She is gorgeous. I am in love all over again, and I have to pay for two weddings now, unless one of my daughters is going to be sound and not demand to get married. Just be like, listen, Dad, we're so chilled. We don't believe in the, the, I don't want to say sanctity, is that a thing? Probably sanctity of marriage, we don't believe in it, we just want to remain, you know, CPs, LPs, civil partners, life partners, mates or pals. Other than that, your boy needs to, you know, start getting more subscribers on Patreon, let's just say. But yeah, over the moon, delighted. I'm sitting here now recording first thing on Friday morning because... COVID, you know, I can't go and visit. I'm kind of at home um, on, you know, I'm, I'm at home a little bit like, oh no, there's nothing, you know, I don't have Holly here either because she's a grandparent. So I'm kind of just, you know, like Kevin McAllister, you know, here by myself. I'll talk about being home alone a wee bit later, but yeah, first of all, I just, again, probably boring content for you guys. Like, fuck's sake, he's another child. Fuck's sake, he's at it again. I'll fucking spunky balls over our sissy dicks had an our girl. So, um, I just, again, personally, selfishly, last podcast I recorded um, after Holly was born, I used as a wee bit of a, I guess, a wee bit of a log for, like, memories of how I felt and whatever so I mean I'm definitely doing this one for a similar reason whereby if I forget stuff like I forgot you know Holly's weight and things like that when she was born what time she was born which is weird isn't it the time why is that a big deal you know why is the time she's born at you know Matilda born at 9 49 that's fine in the a.m but Holly I think 6 58 maybe in the evening Again, I can listen back to the a podcast to know that. But again, it's it's strange to me that times are such a big deal. Like, you know, when you're announcing it, you'll message like your group mates or whatever and be like, the my baby Matilda was born this morning at nine forty nine. 
And like, who's going, oh, fuck, 9.49, what a class time to be born. And other people going, ah, no, I had her down for being like 10, 11, fuck. You know, who gives, <laughs> gives a fuck about the time? And to be honest, the weights, I don't know a lot about. You know, I'm, I, I know weights like in pounds and kilograms. So if you're being like, oh, she was born, you know, weighing in at a whopping 86 kgs, I'd be like, very large baby. You know, very large baby. Mother's probably just opened like some sort of cocoon. You know, it wouldn't be a sweet situation. So I don't quite get that, but I am um I am delighted. I'm overjoyed. I'm a wee bit anxious in that I want to get them home today because um obviously with coronavirus, um there looks like somebody's going to see if I get a goddamn delivery when I'm in the middle of doing a podcast. I will get across. Um but, uh, no, what it, what it was, was I lost my train of thought there. So, yeah, with coronavirus, I can't stay um, in the... Oh, this there's a van that's reversing into my neighbour's garden. Nearly hit my car. It's okay. It's my, it's my scrapper. So, it'll be all right. But, um, yes, because of coronavirus, I wasn't able to, you know, stay, basically. I was allowed in for the birth, which was, was grand. It was good to be there, obviously, for support, to see the Che, all that kind of stuff. But... You know, afterwards, it's like, now nah, you got to go because of coronavirus. Which, to be fair, right, at the time, leading up to it, I wasn't happy. And you know me, I'm the kind of guy who will express opinions if they're not happy. I am somebody who enjoys being bitter. I am somebody who likes to complain. I'm someone who enjoys to moan, to be angry, to be bitter. And... I felt like I was definitely going to lean into this a lot. Now, obviously, I can't go back and visit, which is shit. So, from the baby was born, I was able to stay there for a few hours, which was nice, and sort of nurse her and cuddle her and just be smitten, really, for um, a few hours. Then I had to leave. So, at about 1 o'clock, I had to... That sounded like I was going to cry. I'm not. Um, At 1 o'clock, I had to leave, which was very shit, you know, very shit. And then, whenever I got out... I got a phone call to say, oh, she's struggling a wee bit with a wheeze, so she's going to an incubator. That was kind of shit, but again, all is fine. But it's just when you get those phone calls and you can't be there to support your wife or be there for the baby, you feel kind of shit. So, yeah, it was a bit It was a bit shit, but on the grand scheme of things, she was a great, great girl last night, slept really well, was really fine health-wise, at her grub. And yeah, I can hopefully collect them today. So this is why I'm getting this podcast done early, in the can, ready for Monday. Because you know I'm, I don't miss podcasts. I don't miss them, alright? So, um, I was it, so I'm buzzing. I'm excited. I'm up bright and early. I'm going to try and do a few things. Before I uh, started recording this morning, I erected a Peppa Pig scooter. Because apparently the baby brings a present for Holly. Which to me weird because the baby hasn't got any kind of source of income doesn't have any bank account to my knowledge so i'm gonna say you know that's fake news in many respects so yeah not um not impressed with that i will i will charge her for that when she's of age whereby she's got a job and and get that money back for sure but yeah it's, it's an exciting time so when i finish recording here i have a couple of bits of 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 chores to do then i'm gonna go and get holly hang about with her for the day so she doesn't feel unloved because at the moment you know in the scales of who's my favorite probably Matilda at the minute because she was signed to me yesterday and Holly hit me in the face with a Peppa Pig 
in a car so it was it was hard it hit me in the head luckily i dipped so it got me in the top of the head not the beautiful face not the money maker and um, you know not the wap maker and <laughs> that's gross this face is safe but yeah she she definitely went down a league table and that's the beauty now having two kids i can now use a league table i can be open and honest with my kids and say no you're not my favorite at the moment you're down a peg so again compete to be better children is my is my motto so yeah very excited i'm uh, looking forward to getting my girls home i'm looking forward to you not sleeping for a while i've missed that i've been enjoying sleeping of late it's been something i've enjoyed thoroughly so i'm looking forward um to that again but um other than that top spirits ready to go and um, what i will say though is what if i had recorded this podcast last night there would have been bitterness i'd have been a cross man because Making the most of a bad situation, making the best of a bad situation, making the most of an unfortunate turn of events whereby I'm not allowed to go to hospital to see my baby. I thought to myself, you know what, my wife's in hospital, my baby's in hospital, my toddler is with her grandparents, your boy's home alone. You know what that means? Yes, drugs and prostitutes. Now, unfortunately... My head wasn't in a space whereby I could have really lent into that and got a lot of prostitutes and got a lot of drugs into me. So instead, I thought, you know, what I would do was watch, you know, something on Netflix. Maybe like a gripping documentary or maybe like a like a crime movie or like a horror movie. Something that, that Catherine wouldn't watch with me. Something that I could only do when I was by myself. So obviously, I watched Love Island USA. Terrific. And I thought to myself... You know what? Papa's by himself. I'd like to get a pizza. Just, you know, enjoy a wee bit of a wee bit of badness, a wee bit of goodness, you know, all to myself because of free time. And I thought, you know what? But the place I go, this is not a sponsor of the podcast, but it's the greatest pizza in the land. And that pizza is from Pizzini in Hollywood, and it's a particular type of pizza, and it's the Mexican. Listen, don't build walls to stop this Mexican getting into your tummy. If anything lower the walls, take a take a hammer and a sickle out and bait the walls down because you need to welcome this Mexican into your home because this is the most delicious pizza in the world. So I said, listen, I'm going to drive. From, look, I'm staying in the kingdom of North Down. Thank fuck. I'm going to drive from El Bangoria to the, to the motherland, to Hollywood, to the hometown to get a pizzini. Now, as it would transpire... When you have a child of a day, your energy levels do dip. You, you, you're buzzing. There's a lot of like, like I remember yesterday whenever we were in the hospital, like walking from the like prep room into the delivery suite. It was like, it felt to me like going from a green room to a stage to do stand up, amped up by about tenfold, like that level of adrenaline, that level of excitement. But it wasn't like, oh, I'm about to do stand-up. It was like, I could actually feel my heart going a dinger. So obviously, there's hormones in me, and I'm feeling some kind of way. So then I went in there. Whenever I left, big energy dump. Fucking exhausted. I'd said to my sister I was going to go for a walk with her. That didn't happen. I ended up sitting in the car park at Marks & Spencer's for about an hour, just feeling shit, because I just got the news that um, 
that Matilda wasn't feeling the best, had to go in an incubator, that was sad. Also heard that there could have potentially been somebody with COVID brought into the ward, so then that would have made meant for isolation and we wouldn't be able to fucking have the grandparents over, which made me sad, but thankfully that's not the case. All good. So at that stage, and I just got home, I had loads of chores to do in the house, I was just fucked. So I thought, you know what? I don't think that I could be fucked to drive from my house in Bangor to the, to the homeland, to the mothership, to get a pizzini. Now, if there was anything in this world that could make me do that, it, it, it is a 12-inch Mexican from Mr. Musafi. That is what would bring me to pizzini. But, unfortunately, body said no. However, still wanted a pizza. Now, for those listening, you're probably going, I thought you were on a diet. Yes. The big man is on a diet. I've been doing very well. I've been sticking to my diet. Asked John Joe, he can back me up. But for one night, I thought, you know what? I'm getting a pizza. I'm chilling. I'm relaxing. Just did a baby. Big emotional day. Did I cry? Yes. Don't, don't bully me about that, all right? So that happened. I thought I got a pizza. But then I thought, you know what? No, I'm too tired. I'll, I'll pop on Just Eat. Order a pizza from a banger-based pizzeria. Now, because this scenario transpired the way it did, I am not going to name said pizzeria if it hadn't have worked out the way that it did, I would have been doing almost a Shelby's, Shelby's, sorry, style rant. If you remember back a few, probably maybe on the Weird podcast, I had a rant about a restaurant Shelby's and I was not happy. And I wasn't happy with this scenario either, let me explain. I ordered my pizza at about half six. It's early in the day. I'm thinking, get to me. You know, probably quarter past seven. Prime time to eat some dinner. That's fine. Chill out. Watch something on on Netflix. You know, probably something about true crime. I'm thinking I'll chill. Maybe have a beer. In the end, I just kind of don't drink anymore. You know, I have too much to do. And too many things to look after to drink and be hungover. So I kind of just don't do it anymore. Which is good for the diet, to be fair. But I thought I might have a beer. It didn't. How do we tend a diet coke? You know, live a little. So I order this pizza. It's like, no sweat. It's going to get the... Uh, at a quarter to eight, which I was like, you know what, in the circumstances, quite a delay. You know, I know this particular pizzeria is about, I'd say, at a push seven minutes drive from my house to there. I could have gone and got it. I chose not to because I'm lazy and tired, all right? So order the pizza, gets the time, still no sign of pizza. Did it on Just Eat, by the way. Then um, I get a wee text from Just Eat saying, oh, sorry, your pizza's delayed. And I was like, all right, that's sweet. So I went and I checked the the app and it was like 10 past 8. By which point I was like, I'm fucking hungry now. All right. You know, I'm thinking to myself, could have probably just gone to see Mr. Musavi, got my Mexican, been home, been enjoying it already. You know, that, that crossed my mind. I was like, you know, this is a punishment for me for being lazy. I'm not a lazy guy. I like to be motivated. I like to do things. I like to be active as best I can. And I was lazy on this occasion, and maybe that's the world's way of going, don't be lazy. So anyway, that's fine. Ten past eight comes, I'm like, where where the fuck is this? You know, not happy. Get to twenty past eight, by this point, blood red mad, furious, if you will, very cross. Um, so I ring the pizzeria and I say, hey, I ordered a pizza off yourself. It was delayed, told me it's coming ten past eight. It's now twenty past eight, what's happening? And the guy's like, oh man, I'm really sorry, been very busy, the pizza has just left the shop. Um, and and then, which was weird, and also a contradiction, has just left the shop. Would you like a free Coke? 
with that as well. And I said, not a free Coke. I'd like a free bag of Coke, please. Because, hey, live a little. And then also send a couple of prostitutes my way too. But it was just a tin of Coke. And I said, all right. And in my mind, it's like, where's just left? Is he going to chase that down? Seven minutes. He's probably halfway there. Whatever. Send me the Coca-Cola. Okay. And then I'm waiting. It gets to half past eight. I'm like, definitely... The guy is maybe on a bicycle, you know, maybe they're cycling, maybe it's like, you know, an exercise, fair play, let them do that if that's what they want, grand. Gets to 20 to 29, not happy at this point, quarter to nine, furious, um, and gets to about 10 to nine, and still nothing, five to nine, pizza arrives. So by this stage, I'm like, weird that we're about seven minute drive away. Took them the guts of 40 minutes to get here. Maybe they're walking, maybe they're walking and they have a slight, you know, ailment maybe they are impaired physically in some way that they can't you know walk at a steady pace so you know whatever the pizza comes the guy comes the door you order food mate and I'm, at this point i'm like did i did i order food i think so it was so fucking long ago i can't remember but i think i might have done so so and he, he gives me it and all i smell is just cigarette smoke and i'm like must be the lad he must I've been smoking on the way down, up, whatever, fair play to him. So, anyhow, I go in, sit down, eat my pizza, open up the box, shock horror, fucking freezing. Absolutely Baltic, take a bite to think maybe it's just how it feels, freezing. And also, not very tasty. So, at this point, I I think I got potentially 11 out of 10 furious. I, I remember at one point clenching my fist and looking at the wall, being like, is it worth it to punch this wall um, I know it's a solid wall I know I'll break my hand but at that point I was that furious so I just thought you know what I'm going to put my clothes on I'm going to go down to the pizzeria with this pizza and I'm going to say you know what you can do fucking shove this pizza up your fucking hole but at this stage I was just like you know what I'm, I'm getting angry I'm getting angry I'm getting furious I'm going to start a fight with just had a baby I don't need to be in prison for the night, you know, you know, I'm a big fan of sending people to McGabry, shouldn't be there myself. So I thought, you know what, I won't do that. What I will do is do what everyone's right is to do, and I complained. I went on to just eat, and I said, Here, I want to complain here, and I want my money back. So I'm not paying money for like 14 quid or whatever for pizza. Fuck that, I'm not giving 14 quid for that piece of shit. So I wasn't having it. So I went to um I went to just eat and I said, Listen, I want uh, my money back. Now it wasn't easy. It wasn't a process where you're just like here, I want a refund. This was the disgrace on so many levels. It tasted like cigarette smoke, it was freezing and also not tasty. You know, above all else, not tasty. You know, and that's when you're looking forward to something after a really busy day. It's a slap in the face, you know, especially when you're on a diet, you know, especially when you're being good and you're having one treat and they fuck you, you know, they fuck you right up your ass, you know, sans petroleum jelly. I wasn't a happy camper, all right? So that was that and I complained. So I fired it off to them. I said, listen, I'm not happy, just eat. You know, I'm not happy with the way this has gone. I'm not happy with what's happening. I want a refund. So then that's fine. The guy comes up, Rohit, the guy's name was, very sound, don't know where he's from, probably Shankle or something. And Rohit was like, yes, I apologise, you shouldn't have got this kind of service. Let us give you your money back and also a £5  
voucher for future Just Eat experiences, which by this point I'm like, I don't even know when the future Just Eat experience is going to be because I am, <clears throat> I am a physique guy, you know, I don't want to be, you know, living the uh, the pizza life every day because, you know, I'm, I'm exercising, I'm losing weight, I'm actually down a good bit of weight, all thanks to my boy John Joe and his and his um, revive program, and I'm I'm feeling it. I'm doing great. I'm enjoying it. But I wanted one little treat on the day on the day of my daughter's birth. You come to me in the day, then get me it. So that't okay. Get my refund. Not happy. Didn't have any dinner. Hungry. So you know what? I just went and had a bagel. Had a bagel, and had the coke that came with the uh, with the pizza, and bucked the pizza in the bin, which was a waste, absolute waste. But I mean, if they're going, they may as well have come to my door. With a pizza box full of cold dog vomit. Because that's what it tasted like. It was fucking stinking. So anyway. <clears throat> phone rings. I don't know the number. You know. I'm like you know what fuck. I'm too annoyed. I'm not answering it. Could be anybody. Thought you know what. It's a mobile. It won't be hospital. Not answering it. Rang again. I thought you know what. It's going to be this fucker from the pizzeria. I answered. I said hello. And he was like. Um. Hello. And I was like. Oh. Oh, fucker ain't coming at me with this attitude. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just phoning from the, the pizza shop. It's And I just want to say I'm refuting your your uh, your claim about the pizza. And at this point, you know, both barrels cocked. Three barrels cocked. I'm coming at him, right? And uh, he's like, well, none of our drivers smoke. And I was like, all right, okay, well, maybe tell my nose that because it's I, I don't like cigarette smoke i'm not a smoker it's stank of smoke whether it was the box i don't know whether it was dipped in tobacco hey who knows all i'm saying is i wanted my money back so i didn't eat my pizza is that that big a deal and the guy's like oh well um what actually happened was that left the hot the, the shop and it was piping hot and someone actually said to me who was in the shop that looks really nice what is it? And he was like, oh, it's a Hawaiian with a wee bit extra on. So we've got some peppers on it, some sweet corn as well, you know, whatever. And mushrooms and a bit of, a bit of extra meat. And um, I was like, oh, it looks really nice. And I and I said, yeah, well, it might have looked nice. It wasn't. He goes, well, it was piping hot when I got here. And I said, no harm to you, brother. When I was on the phone to you, it took 40 minutes to get here. Now, I don't know what your driver was doing. Oh, he may be another delivery to do. I was like, all right, well, maybe that delivery was in Enniskillen. For all I know, because that's the fucking time it took to get me the pizza. And also, it was freezing. I wouldn't lie. I don't want my pizza to taste like shit. It tasted like shit. I'm sorry. He was like, <clears throat> look, I apologize about that. This is my business. Blah, blah, blah. And I went, listen, I'm not having a beef for you. I'm just saying this particular pizza, not nice. I've eaten from you before. Delicious. But this one tasted a lot like shit. I'm sorry. It wasn't good. I have a lot on my plate today. I'm stressed out. This is just pissed me off. Guy, to his credit, apologised. And I said, okay, I take that. I take it. Okay. And he goes, do you want me to deliver your pizza on the way home? And I said, with all due respect, mate, it's after 10 o'clock at night. No, I'm going to bed. have to get up early. Kid, tomorrow. Don't worry. He goes, listen, come get a pizza off me tomorrow. I said, listen, I'm on a diet. It's all right. All I want is just eat to give me my money back and I'll be happy. I won't be happy. I'll be content. But, um... And it was quite an amicable conversation in the end. I got his point, which was entirely wrong. And then, <laughs> fair play to him. But, uh, and, I, and I got my money back. So it was just, for me, an experience ruined. My evening to myself, my Kevin McCaster moment of chilling in the house, watching a bit of TV, maybe even playing a bit of Pro Evo, bit of pizza ruined. Should have gone to Pizzini in Hollywood. 
didn't. Now I'm a note to self is anytime I ever have any time to myself again I want a pizza, I'm going to get one from Pizzini because it's the most reliable place. This place in Bangor shall not be named because after the conversation with the gentleman on the phone, I respect him and his business and I, and I, and I wish him well. I sound like Donald Trump, I wish him well. But I will not be eating there again. So, you know, unfortunately now I'm back looking for another pizza place in Bangor to go to. Now, what I will say was it wasn't Apache and it wasn't Piccolo because they're both pleasant places where I would go again. Again, I didn't go for Piccolo on this occasion because the last time I got it, quite salty in the old mouth, you know, made me feel quite dehydrated. I didn't go for Apache because I always kind of do. And um, it's, you know, I wanted something a bit more kind of, you know, just a bit more... I wanted something a bit closer to the pizzini without it being a pizzini, you know, and I should have just gone to pizzini because it would have taken me less time, would have got my pizza probably by 7 o'clock, would have enjoyed my evening more, didn't. The, the, the lesson is learned. And also the lesson should be learned to any companies out there, any restaurants, any places that fall foul of me, ring me and apologise and we'll be okay. Because if that guy hadn't rang me, this podcast would have been called... Um, the name of that pizzeria, I would have called on all of you guys to get after it. I would have said, go on TripAdvisor, negative review. Just ate one of me to go on TripAdvisor, and I was close to doing it. I was close to reviewing it very poorly. But the guy phoned me, and I said, listen, I will swipe it off. We'll ignore it. We'll move on. I've got your name for future reference. He said he'll give me a freebie next time. I said, won't be a next time, but thanks for that anyway. Maybe I'll call on it. Maybe it'll improve. I don't know. But I wasn't happy and it ruined the day of my daughter's birth for me. So thank you to Just Eat for that. But also in many ways, I'm looking around the world. I'm thinking this is God, Alan, whoever else, their way of saying to me, should have stuck to your diet, big man, and the lessons learned. So when I finish this podcast now, I'm going to collect Holly. We're going to go for a walk. We're going to have a nice day together. And then I'm hopefully going to go collect my girls from hospital. And that is all and that's all i gotta say about that um but it's a nice time i don't know how much how long i've been talking for here but yeah reasonable enough time um try to think if there's anything else that i wanted to there is um i want to chat about about david attenborough about david attenborough being on on instagram i saw he put a video out or that he's joining instagram he'd be sliding in your dms with some chat about turtles, so get ready to get wet, about, I guess, they're amphibian guys, who knows, are they amphibians, are they reptiles, I'm not a nerd, don't know, I'm also stupid, but um, he's on Instagram, and it's weird, because I don't, don't follow him on Instagram, because he just got it, he's the first person to hit a million, the fastest on Instagram, whatever, well, fair play, Davey, 94 years old, respect, um, but the amount of people just sharing it, being like, oh, why, class, fucking big man, the greatest of all time. And you're like, I get that David Attenborough is kind of a cool guy. Like, he does sweet stuff. His shows are decent. But why do Smix love him so much? You know, why do Smix love David Attenborough? You know, like, why is, like, somebody called... <laughs> right, why is DJ Gluebag loving David Attenborough? Like, why is DJ Gluebag being like, what do you love, DJ Gluebag? Oh... I love it. He's on. I love Arctic Hers. 
you know, like, what? Where's the connection? Why is it? Oh, I fucking see that. No, what I, what I love, bro. See my friend coming down. See, bro, when I'm coming down for being fucking way up there. No, I just love nothing more than fucking sticking a bit of Adam Burr on the fucking box. Sticking Adam Burr on the box and just, you know, fucking getting back in the gear again, you know, just fucking getting on me. You know, why, why do people like love him? Like, and I do find there's a, a problem with those kind of, like, yeah, snobbish. I do find there's a problem with those kind of guys, like in Attenborough, because the same set of guys would be like, fuck's sake, why are McDonald's getting rid of the plastic straws? Fuck, who gives a fuck about, who's the fuck about the hammerhead sharks? No, who's the fuck about them? Who cares about the mermen? I don't. Oh, I care about he's going on drinking chocolate milkshake and fucking using a straw to <laughs> sniff bifters. <laughs> Weird. You know, those same guys who get their gives me McDonald's and all and then <laughs> off in their way fucking souped up two sixes. <laughs> you know, you see these guys they spend their money souping up their cars. Their cars are so souped up they should fucking come the bread roll, right? These lads. <laughs> Off I go, beep beep, yeah, fucking McDonald's, yeah, fucking, I finish through my McDonald's and then fucking I'm fucking my toe in there, fucking I'm fucking fuck in there, fucking 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 my I don't give a fuck about nature, why do they love Edinburgh? Why are they driving along or fucking away, Cleo's, and that's the noise of the engine, not them, but they're also going, yeah. Okay, fucking there we go. Here, here, crack a fuck a filly of fish out the Boston window. Yeah! Why do they love Adamborough? Adamborough would hate them. So why are they like, oh, fucking. And they get back, they're like, oh, I just fucking. I just had a double quarter pounder with cheese, and I'm gonna have fucking ten deal of fucking resin. Yeah! <laughs> you know, there's no link. But I think people are like, here, if you like Adamborough, you come across kind of knowledgeable, you come across kind of sexy to girls on Tinder, and birds are all on Tinder being like, oh my god, he loves joyriding, and he loves climate change. Oh, he's a fucking hell. Jesus Christ, Johnny named Goshen, fuck's sake, fuck's sake. Bring us in the fucking map, and, and some death hole, fucking Jesus Christ. My fucking flaps are gushing here, what the fuck, meh. My arsehole squishy. <laughs> That's too vulgar. My. <laughs> fucking sewage canals burst out my arsehole here. And see what it did as a funny comedian there. I know it's the sewage canal, but they were called the sewage. Ah, oh, sewage canals, fucking. Ah! He loves Edinburgh. Oh! He wears Reebok classics and loves TV Edinburgh. Ah! Fucking hell! <laughs> Let me grind up a seat here. Ah! Ah, oh, dearie me. But anyway. <coughs> ah, Edinburgh absolutely doesn't like those fans, you know. Fuck shit, dearie. Oh, get a selfie, dearie. Fucking legend. Ah, <laughs> oh, but anyway. <laughs> mm. Davy Edinburgh. He's hit a million. He's on Instagram. He's sliding in your DMs to give you some facts about geckos. And 
he's rocking the blue t- he's rocking the blue t-shirt. You know, he's chilling. He's an old guy. He's ninety four. Respect. You know. I've really lost lost it today. I need to go and get my wife and child. I need to go <laughs> need to go and collect them because that was weird. Um, yeah, Davy Attenborough's mix and then Pizzagate. Oh, my own Pizzagate. I should point out it's not actual Pizzagate because hey, <laughs> there's a difference between me not getting a tasty twelve inch in my mouth and also you know raping children and killing. And again, just on a side note, one thought of the day: Why are billionaires? Eating kids, you know, just why? Why don't they just stick the curtain? Them? Why do you have to eat them? You know, that's no longer a pedophile, murderer. You know, still a bit. I've lost. I've t- I've lost my mind there. Um. So anyway, let me <laughs> see something really quick. Let me see if <coughs> for me. Did a smick voice is not good for my throat. Um, also, excuse me, because my, my dearest wife has messaged me about about the chain, and uh, I'm going to uh, go and get them soon, I hope. Um, let me see. Oh, oh, where are we at? I got another review. It was another five star, but there's no there's no written review there. So, guys, rate and review the podcast if you can. It really helps. I read it out on oh, no. Um Oh no, uh, that's the my mother-in-law saying, "Would you come and get your daughter, please?" Um, so please rate and review the podcast. It really helps. It gets it out there, gets the word out there, gets more people interested. And as I say, we're going to the next level. Baby's born, so hopefully in the next week or two, we'll be moving to the studio. So other than just my patrons who can see this video footage of me on a webcam, which is over on Patreon.com. Forward slash Slag Out Podcast with Dave Elliott. A lot of words. A lot of words there. Um, you can watch me d- fucking losing my mind about about David Annabra there if you want. But also uh, check other stuff out there. Once the, the studio's up and running, there'll be a lot more uh, footage, a lot more behind the scenes, a lot more bits and bobs over on Patreon. So get over there. Also, no matter what, without fail, there's a bonus podcast every week. And also, it's, it's video too. So go and enjoy that and listen you've had a word from me so now it's time for a word from my sponsors guys this is your pubic service announcement after more than 18 months of research and development the manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the greatest ball hair trimmer ever their third generation trimmer features cutting edge ceramic blade technology to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. Now, guys, listen. We've all had problems with our balls and our pubes over the years. You know, whether that be you just shave the pube area and can't quite get at the balls because you're worried about snagging your bag, you're worrying about nipping your purse. You know, you just want it, and I've never called it that before. You're worried about cutting it, you're worried about blading, you're worried about sucking your ball bag into the blades of a razor. That's terrifying. If you just shave, if you just shave your pubic area and not your ball bag, you end up with a three-piece suite that looks like a billy goat's gruff. You got the, you know, you're in the shower, the water's beating down your ball bag. It's the long hairs are just kind of, you know, they're just kind of, they're forming like a long billy goat's beard. You either look like, you know, either look like you're a you're a billy goat, or you look like potentially you might commandeer vehicles and crash them in the buildings. That's what I see 
when I see a guy with shaved pubes and not shaved balls. But thank God for the lawnmower 3.0 because it's premium. And when I say premium, I mean premium. The battery lasts up to 90 minutes. So if you're a real hair bear and you're like, if you're a hair bear, if you're Harry in the Hendersons, if you're a Sasquatch, if you're the the uh, I said the abdominal snowman, just a really hairy jack guy that lives in Siberia. Um, you, you can really get the 90 minutes of that shave on. You know, if you're one of those Peruvian wolf boys, you can shave everything your feet. What I'm saying is, it's good gear and you won't nick yourself. It's fucking sweet. 90 minute battery life. You can shave in the water, out of the water. You can shave in the shower, in the street. You probably get arrested, but you can do it battery wise. You can do whatever you want. Also, one of the coolest new features is LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. You know, this is from an American company. They've said to me, the weather night might not be on our side here in the UK and Ireland, but Manscaped have upgraded their motor with the quiet, quiet stroke technology. And let's not be forgetting about a charging stand. What's that got to do with the weather? Have I read that wrong? Probably. But they've got a, a charging dock as well. As we know, if people come to their house, they want to know if they're going to suck you off or not, whether you've got a bush down there or whether you've got a really trimmed Garden of Eden. And when I say Garden of Eden, I mean, get it into you, all right? And if you want to get it into you and you want to get your balls shaved, you want to get your gooch shaved, you want to get your taint shaved, you want to shave your armpits, your back, your face, your eyebrows... Get to manscaped.com and use the promo code SLYGUY. That's all in capitals because I am the fucking shouting it at you. It's SLYGUY, all capitals, at manscaped.com for 20% off, free shipping. That is manscaped.com, code SLYGUY, 20% off. Listen, your balls and your partner and whoever else is sucking you off the prostitutes with the coke, they will thank you for your shorn ball bag and I will thank you for using my code at manscaped.com. And as usual, as always, the day one, the ride or die, the Sly Guy podcast is brought to you by Modest Beer. We all know now, Modest Beer is delicious. Modest Beer is to an extent nutritious. Modest Beer is is the beer that the people are talking about. The Sly Guy universe, the Sly Hards, the uh, Sly Hards with a vengeance, we're all in the Modest Beer. We know Modest are on a journey with one clear goal in mind, and that's to bring exceptional brews to the local craft beer market. We know they're not here to revolutionise. They don't want to do that. They're not coming out here. They're not false prophets. They're not coming out preaching to you. Where the They're saying, listen, we're not trying to take over but although they are low-key, they're a bit like Hitler at the very beginning. He was like, listen, I'm not going to take over here. I just want to say a few things. You mightn't agree with them, but let me just get it off my chest. Then in time, took over. So what I'm saying with Modest, they don't want to take over. They just want to add to the already existing market. However, with the quality of product they have, in due course, they will take over because it's a fucking great beer. But Modest are adding to the brand with their joyous, responsible and honest product. That is Modest. And if you're keen to know more, Please contact Modest Beer on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Modest Beer or visit their website www.modestbeer.co.uk to find the nearest stockist. Guys, I need to go and collect my daughter here, so I'm going to fire through listeners' questions this week. I've got two excited. <clears throat> Mick Conlon, Sly Guevara, our leader and inspiration. That's all, mate. Just bringing the love. Hope you and the family are well. All hail the Sly Power. Mick, you continue to impress me you continue to 
make me feel, you know, you make me feel appreciated and that is only love, my friend, and I'm giving you love back. Thank you very much for that. And hey, if more people just want to be sound like Mick, do it, you know, do that. And also speaking of being sound, I'm going to be sound back to Mick. Check out Mick's pages, The String Ninjas, on all social media platforms to get some incredible music covers colors i nearly said but sometimes when you listen to the great music you can you can see colors in your mind you know whether that's through the fact that it's beautiful music or you need to get some kind of ct scan that doesn't matter it's a great experience full of string ninjas and much love to mick glenn Lindsay said is willy wonka so calm or creme fresh what i'm gonna say off glenn you've you've slightly got the wording wrong you've written creme fresh as in creme fresh the product whenever we say creme fresh it's creme Fresh, F-R-E-S-H. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, because you got it wrong grammatically, Willy Wonka's technically cum, but in reality he's creme fresh because he doesn't have the sass and campness to be cum. You know, like anyone in BTS or cum, um, you know, I would say, an another example of cum would be, um, <clears throat> Gok Wan, pretty cum. Creme fresh is more like, you know, like, like, uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin and uh, Tom Davies from Everton. They're very, very creme fresh. If you look at them in New York Fashion Week, definitely worth checking out. So for that, I'd say Willy Wonka has come with his gear. You know, his top hat, his purple coat, his wee fucking cane and all. That would be him. <clears throat> Adam Elmy has said, Hey man, I was wondering if you're planning on running any more of those gigs and if you had any spots I could do. Hey guy, we are planning to run some more gigs. Don't know when though. So whenever that's all sorted, I'll give you a shout. DJ D, David James Dixon, you know, big up yourself to DJ D, has said, how would you make an anti-COVID glory hole, asking for my dad? Um, and as long as it's an anti-COVID glory hole and not an anti-glory hole, because, listen, I am saying to people across the world, we need to promote and support and build the community of people who are wanting to learn about glory holes. Glory holes are an expression of self worth and expression of self-confidence because you don't know there's the other side of that wall it could be anything it could be a side it could be a welcoming hand it could be anything so i think we need to get behind people give them comfort to get to the glory hole own the glory hole be the glory hole share the glory hole be you know just glory hole it up and um, but to make it anti-covid what you need to do is just bring a wee spray with you and use gloves and um whenever the, whatever comes through the glory hole squirt squirt rub rub glory hole happy Big love to your dad, Johnny Bo. Who is would you make? How would you make? Or no, sorry. Who's nah, who's the most calm Arsenal player, past or present? Hmm. The most calm Arsenal probably currently that is Danny Sebayov. I would say would be the most current because his hair. He, he's a barber. He, he's a hairdresser himself. He had that weird COVID hair. It was really slick back. It looked a wee bit like. Unai Emery, good shout out to him. Good evening. Um, but past, past, I'm a bit of me thinks Glenn Helder's pretty, pretty cum because he looked a lot like Prince. So on that, I mean, just by linking him style wise to Prince, I would say Glenn Helder. Helen, good to see you again. I said, I hope by Monday there's baby news. Hey, there's baby news. Um, or Catherine's going to be royally fed up after three kids. I can say that the last three weeks are the worst. I hope the cereal bars you bring. Uh, <clears throat> I'm all, all wheezy now, or plenty. My husband was told uh, to get something to eat when I was in labour with my first, uh, as it can be a while, and he took himself across the cinnamon and in the <laughs> an Indian restaurant for two courses on his own. I totally 
uh, unrelated, but what's your favourite genre of movie? What I want to say is, for a start, Mr. Helen. What a guy. What a move. Big stressful moment. First baby. He's like, you know what? I'm told I have to eat. Take himself over. Two courses. Chilled out. Back in there. Couple of booners. India. Baby out. Bish, bash, bosh. I like that style. Hopefully, the dinner he received at Cinnamon was better than the pizza I got last night because I fucked my help. Um, but my favourite genre of movie. Um, ooh, I like a good, like, a good crime thriller. I like, I like stuff. Not a horror, but I like something where they're like, there's... There's bodies and serial killers and like you know like I love the Silence of the Lambs, you know it's one of my favorites. I like that sort of genre movie. Zodiac's a good movie, and The Prisoners I think is also it might just be Prisoners, but I enjoyed that with uh, superb. I don't know why I did Japanese. Tried to do French. With I should have got would have worked either way. Um, but yeah, probably that. I also enjoy. Um, I'm trying to think of my favorite films. Of all time, the the ones that spring to mind that I like Inception, one of my all time favorites. The Great Escape, another all time favorite. Um, Weirdly, The Wizard of Oz, like that from as a child, still like it. Whatever, judge me if you will. And of course, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, love it. Um, Connor Scullion, oh no, Takashi's at it again, and he sent me a footage of Takashi six six nine getting just fuck kicked in. Um. Which is going to happen because, you know, you're a tight and uh, you're out of prison and there's gang people who you're tight on are going to kill you. So invariably, I would say Takashi Swazonuf is not long for this world and I think he'll probably die. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's unfortunate for him that, but I would like to see actually a reboot of Takashi's Castle with Takashi 619 hosting it. I think that would be a very different show, very enjoyable. James, have you ever done something or told... Have you ever done something someone told you you couldn't do out of spite? I was told I shouldn't get my lorry license because it was expensive, but it did. I was told I'd never be given a job with it. I got one. Several, in fact, and travelled the length and breadth of the UK and Ireland while getting paid. You know what? Fair play to you for doing that. Um, you know what? There's, I, I sometimes do things a lot in spite to prove people wrong, and it's a good motivation, I think, a lot of the time. Um, I remember one of my earlier gigs, uh, I got a review and someone said he will be nothing more than a club comic, which isn't an insult because club comics are great, but also look at me now, hey, I'm doing well, I'm selling scripts, I'm making cash, suck my dick, oh, uh, and father two girls, fuck's sake, two weddings to pay for. Andy Lee has said, good evening Papa Dave, serious question, not that you'll be outperforming the ancient Japanese art of karaoke anytime soon. But when that glorious day comes, what will be your karaoke song? I'll be belted out Mustang Sally or Mr. Brightside. Hope all goes well with Bambino 2 arriving. Thank you very much for that. I mean, if I was doing karaoke, I would want to showcase my singing ability. Like, people are like, you know, just sing one for everyone to dance to. Nah, I will be singing Alison Chains' Man in the Box. And I will be singing it really loud. Really proud and showing people what I'm all about. Jesus Christ! Ah! Yeah, getting into that. Loving it. Um, That's also what I sing in church. Oh, no. Jane, Jane Joe Riley has sent me the weirdest video. I'm not going to play it because it's Momo, the weird character, and people are freaked out by that, and I'm freaked out by it. But the, the gist of her question was, who's your favourite scary character from a movie? And I'm going to say it's... Michael Myers, because he's always scared me. He's always terrified me. 
Um, he used to be the boogeyman that I was threatened with if I was bad. Him also and the Beast of Jersey that I've spoken about before, who was an actual child molester that did live in Jersey when I went there on holiday. So my parents would say to me, if you don't go back to bed, the Beast of Jersey will get and get you. And which is fine as a parent threat, but when you get older and you read up on that, basically your parents are like, see if you don't go to bed, you're going to be raped. Alright, you're going to be raped by a child molester, so fuck away off the bed and make sure you fucking do your squats and your fucking arseholes tight, alright? Because you'll fucking get in and you're like, you know, sly. I'm not going to make threats like that to my kids. I'm just going to legitimately say, I will contact paramilitaries and get your kneecap because that's what I'll do. Um, but yeah, Michael Myers always scared me. I used to be afraid that he would come and get me, which was also weird at my point because he only had a vendetta against his sister and anyone that got in his way to him getting to his sister. So why do I think he's going to top off his sister and then be like, I know what I need to do now. Get to Belfast and get Dave Elliott. You know? And then it'd be his fault for going to Belfast because I live in Bangor. Um, Chris Smith has said, any hobbies? Yeah, at the moment, comedy. <laughs> and podcasts there, my hobbies. I also like walking and exercising at the moment. And of course, playing my PlayStation, which I'm never going to get to do again because I've got two kids. And last but not least, LMJ has said, hope I'm not late. And also LMJ, thank you for singing that song. Take me to the clouds above. Um, (laughs) Hope all's well and you answer my question. What's your hopes for the future in regards to stand-up, which I must say has to be on the up? Well... My goal with stand-up is just to be as good at it as I can. I feel like I'm already a good stand-up, but I want to try and, you know, I want to be able to sell out big shows. That's the goal of mine. I want to be able to do that. Maybe a couple of big shows a year would be nice. One, you you know, do do sell out tours. That would be, make me happy for the meantime. I want to just be full-time. That's my goal. You know, I want to be writing stuff. I want to be doing stuff. I want to be a full-time comedian, whether that be, you know, writing things or acting in things or just doing stand-up. I'd like to do that. That is what my goal is. I feel like I'm on the right track. I have a lot of irons in the fire. I'm taking a few weeks off here with the baby, but we're all good. We're moving that to the next level. We're moving the podcast to the next level. So just keep moving forward. That would be my advice to everybody in life. Just keep trucking. Keep moving forward. If there's something you are enthusiastic about and believe you're good at, put all your energies into it and goodness will come. Other than that, guys, this has been another strange podcast. I feel like my energy's been all over the show. I'm going now to collect child number one, spend a bit of time with her, and then going to collect my girls from the hospital. I'm buzzing. Enjoy your week. Get your ball shaved at Manscaped. You slag. I drink modest beer and rate and review my podcast. Guys, take care. Godspeed. I love this game.